and welcome to a new mini-episode of Gen Zero's Talk Politics. This shorter, more off-the-cuff format allows you to hear our quick takes on breaking news. Well, folks, with the news in Georgia, Joe Biden has been certified the winner in that state, putting the final electoral college at 306 to 232 in Biden's favor. The overwhelming evidence of Biden's victory has become clearer and clearer. Jacob, what are your thoughts? I mean, the GSA hasn't signed off on the transition yet. Emily Murphy, the administrator, she's probably looking for her next job when she isn't even doing her current one. It's just, uh, it's obviously just Trump dragging his feet and just putting on a political show. But right now it's just the GOP is now split between the people who are entertaining this anti-democratic alliance with people like Lindsey Graham, who who basically went at went to the Georgia Secretary of State and allegedly tried to meddle in the election there, meddle with the vote count. And then there are, then there are those like Ben Sass or Mitt Romney who say, no, this is a bad, this is a undemocratic, potentially sedition charge that is that is destroying our democracy. I mean, this is undemocratic to its very core. And what Trump is doing now with the trying to get the Michigan overturned, Michigan overturned even after it's certified, it's disgusting. You know, meanwhile, uh, Rudy Giuliani's uh, legal battles are falling apart. But the truth is that Giuliani is lagging any substantial evidence when it comes to these court cases. You know, I heard that once in court, they used a post-it note as evidence, for example. And in the process, he's just making himself look really, really bad. And what about Lindsey Graham doing a one billion right. degree turn over the last several years, right? It's clear that sticking up, staying low to Trump was what allowed him to win re-election despite a massive funding disadvantage against Democrat Jamie Harrison. And this state is really, really bad for Biden. Without the proper preparations, Biden will have a much steeper learning curve once he gets to the White House. And he may have been a VP, but, you know, being president is an entirely different task. I mean, Biden will be president on January 20th. This, this is just like he did with the USFL. Trump is simply trying to down the rest of the house in gasoline and burn it down to the ground in hopes that he won't have to deal with any of the consequences later. It'll be so dysfunctional that any federal criminal probe won't get to him. But there's always state crimes, people. And, well, according to Letitia James, the New York, New York Attorney General, they're just waiting. They are, they are full steam ahead in their investigations. So the past week or so, Trump has fired a bunch of, bunch of people at the top of the Pentagon, including the defense secretary. And for dubious reasons, they also fired the head of the big cybersecurity head, Chris Krebs, who for saying that the election, this election was the most secure in American history, which it was confirmed by multiple independent reports. Honestly, he just put a bunch of Devin Nunez aides in both the intelligence community and the defense department. I mean, there is no, it's dubious reasons, except now he's ordered a troop reduction in Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, this is just like I said earlier, burning the house down. So nothing can be done with it. I mean, this is just this is just plain political re- retribution for the Spygate, the Clinton Foundation, and every little Sean Hannity revenge crossover fanfic. I mean, there's nothing here. It's political arson, and it's just not only destructive to democracy, it's destructive to our government. It's destructive to the actual process that, that helps America run as a country. I mean, the truth is a lame duck president like Trump, who's, more, who's you know, who's really lost the election. A lame duck president has little incentive to fire longtime Pentagon people. But I, I agree with you, Jacob. This is clearly political revenge that he's taking here, and he's really taking these very bizarre steps. But 
in terms of the reduction of troop numbers in Iraq and Afghanistan, we have to be cautious here, right? You got to remember that we entered Iraq in 2003 for dubious reasons. And I don't think we should leave under dubious reasons, right? So I definitely agree with you that this, the reduction in troop numbers is definitely very suspicious and odd. So there's been a lot of news on the vaccines. Pfizer's vaccine has 95% effective rate, based in their report, and Moderna's vaccine is 94.5 rate. And Pfizer is now going for an emergency use authorization from the FDA. They're trying to get that in order to really start production and get it to the essential workers, the uh, frontline healthcare workers. But as many, many health officials are saying, it's a waiting game for the authorization to come through for the production and for the long-term effects to be really known about the vaccines. I mean, the fastest one on record was four years. That's how long it took for the the knowing of the virus and for a vaccine to be developed for this to be just a year, even less than that is, uh, is obviously very concerning. With the companies submitting their vaccines to the FDA for approval, the country definitely has another hurdle to overcome. That's distributing the vaccine. You look at Britain, right? Britain has already set up centers to quickly vaccinate their citizens when, you know, a vaccine is finally approved in the United Kingdom. The U S has not taken any of these steps. They're unprepared. So realistically, even if we do end up getting the vaccine authorized by the FDA and all, at the beginning of 2021, in January maybe, we would still have to wait a very, very long time before we could actually receive the vaccine before we can safe, and before we can actually safely remove our masks and stop socially distancing and have at least a little reminder of what normalcy used to, was like. Well, that's if most people take the vaccine. The vaccine is actually effective. The vaccine is safe. It doesn't get into a, a long development hell. This is this is why some people are rightfully skeptical, who aren't anti-vaxxers by any means, but they're rightfully skeptical of the sheer speed of the development of the, the, vac- the vaccines, the trial reports. I mean, while we can't know the long-term effects, I wouldn't be surprised if technology and progress, you know, progressed far enough for us to be able to, you know, create a vaccine far, you know, to really beat the prior record of four years by a lot. And yeah. while I agree that we must be cautious, we've been doing a lot of testing with this vaccine. Both companies have been doing an enormous amount of testing. You know, you look at Russia, right? Russia, when they released their vaccine, they never did sufficient trials. You never hear about what's going on over there, right? So while I agree that we must be cautious, I'm fairly confident in their test. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on social media and join the ongoing conversation on our Discord server.